I'm Izzy, and my guest today is Mad Dope. I'm super, super excited to have him on. We've talked quite a bit, uh, and this is the first time that we're meeting, quote-unquote, face-to-face. But it's been super dope to just honestly get to know this person and get to know everything that he touches on an everyday basis. He's got a full-time gig that's really, really dope, but we won't get too too much into that. We're actually uh, talking about his in a sense, his creative freedom and that, that side hustle that he's got going. So, Luis, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Izzy. Good to see you. How's the day going? It's going great. Um, good holiday, relaxing. Came down to Arizona to, to spend some time with the folks and just just taking it easy. You always need a few days to reconnect with everything else around you, right? Family is important. Have you had coffee so far today? Two coffees so far. Just getting nice. ready for you. Trying to make sure I had the, the good radio voice for you, Izzy. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, cool. Well, Luis, uh, there's going to be people that are listening today that may not know who you are, uh, may not know everything that you touch. Do you want to give a little bit of an insight as to who you are and what you do? Yeah, of course. So let me start off with what I think we just talked about, family. So I'm a husband, father of two, a border kid who grew up on the U.S.-Mexico border. On the day-to-day, I'm a non-traditional brand marketer, helping brands leverage music, sports, and culture in their marketing messages. Early morning and at night, I'm working on Ablo design, which we can get into as well. That's awesome. I think there's uh, a ton of different paths we can go down on this, uh, but I'm, I'm really more excited about, to talk about uh, Ablo design and everything that you're doing with that and all the different like people you've been able to to work with and everything like that. So do you want to give us a little bit of an insight as to like what that is and like where the inspiration really came from? Yeah, of course. So I, I guess let, let me start off with a little bit of background on what I do day to day. I'm a beer marketer. So I, I try to help, you know, create interesting ways of reaching consumers. Um, it's kind of a combination of trying to include you know, the latest technology like augmented reality, virtual reality. And then lately, a lot of marketing has been sneakers and collab culture, right? So I think some of the background for Ablo Design for myself was working on some projects internally on the beer side where we had, say, an opportunity to work on a, a custom sneaker for our Texas Longhorn slash Corona sponsorship with Jake Danklos. Uh, we gifted a, a sneaker, a custom sneaker to Bad Bunny. We also did this collab with like Diamond Supply and the Dallas, Dallas Mavericks. And all this world of marketing all of a sudden started blending into, into what Oblobe's design became. So during the pandemic, I kind of had a lot of time on my hands, right? I was still working from home and started looking at sneakers. And the more I started collecting sneakers, which had been a while, right, since we started doing it again, um, the project with Jake Danklis, the customizer of San Antonio, that kind of sparked a new interest with me. Um, back in the day, right, an 80s kid, my mom would bought me my first pair of fire red Jordans. Um, I remember because she still tells the story. She would lie to my dad, put them on layaway, and then when we would get them six months later, uh, she would tell my dad that they cost $19.99, right? $19.99. And when I worked with Jake, all of a sudden, it sparked the interest in sneakers all over again. And the more research I did, the more I realized that me of Hispanic descent, right, growing up on the border, there weren't a lot of sneakers that were Hispanic themed, right? We had started to see the Jay Balvin's drop, right? The Bad Bunnies drop, 
there was a Puerto Rico's, right? Where we always have a great sneaker that comes out every year. I'm like, where's this stuff for me, right? My Mexican roots, like celebrating that. And I started messing around, not having a design background. I still don't have a design background. Um, and I was like, what do I use to try to create this stuff? And the only thing I could ever think of, because I'm a marketer and do presentations all day, was I'll use PowerPoint, which sounds like the strangest thing in the world because PowerPoint is by far not a design or software. But there's this little feature on the top left that you, you can add JPEGs and you can remove backgrounds. I'm not sure if you've ever seen it, Izzy. But it, it allowed me to get pictures from the internet, put them on PowerPoint, remove the areas that I didn't want, and then I started layering them up and, and started creating different designs influenced by my Hispanic background, right? That was everything from reggaeton music, right? Carreo, uh, candies, uh, Mexican candies like pulparindos and tamarind. I, I also looked at old movies, right? Like Cantinflas, all these icons or Chespirito, things that are very well known and ingrained in our culture, that nobody was celebrating and just started messing around with designs to try to bring those to life. So ABO is a combination of, best way to describe it is if, if I put a lens on sneaker culture and did it the Hispanic way, what would that look like, right? Mm. Instead, of, instead of Gatorade ones, it would probably be Jarritos ones, right? <laughs> it would be something completely different. Absolutely. I love that. And it's definitely a need right now. Um, and it has been, I should say, for a long time. For for me, I think there's a ton of people out there that understand where you're coming from, um, understand the the need for representation in different silhouettes or anything like that. What's been the best or your favorite kind of design to work on? today and outside of that like what are you working on today and what what should we be on the lookout for in the future it, it's an interesting question right because i i, I think uh you treat them like your kids right they're they're all your favorites um but i i think just going into the the candy themes has i've had a lot of fun with right yeah so w- one of the things that that i worked on was a tamarind inspired jordan six that jake helped me bring to life and I was actually really hesitant to bring it to life because if you look at the sneaker culture, a lot of the stuff is is a design that is made to attract everybody, right? Like a Travis right. Scott, like a hype shoe. And I remember talking to Jake. I was like, hey, I, I had this design already there. It already been picked up by, by We Are Me Too, like the Hispanic um, Instagram account, right? That celebrates kind of Hispanic culture. I was like, there's legs here, but I was scared to pull the trigger. And talking to Jake, he was like, I think you should just do it. Just do it, right? Yeah. And uh, we ended up doing it. And that one ended up kind of popping in different places in, in Mexico City, right? And different sneaker blogs out there, different websites. Um, and that has picked up. But th- there's a lot, Izzy. Like, I did just a mock-up of a wrestler-inspired sneaker yeah. and tagged the wrestler. And he hit me up on, on DMs, right? Like, maybe two days later, right? <laughs> There is just a lot of, I think, a need to what you just mentioned of, of being a little bit more diverse in everything that we put out there, right? Now, I don't want to be very specific and just say, like, I'm doing Mexican sneakers, but can we celebrate our cultures, right? And I'm, I say everybody's, right? Because, you know, design inspires other design. 
If right. anything, that would be the goal, right? Can I put up something that says, hey, young Hispanic kid, you can do whatever you want, right? You can do sneakers if you want to. Because we only have two different ways of getting in, at least the way I grew up, right? You had parents tell you, go to school, become a doctor or a lawyer, right? Yep. Or we need the money and you need to work with us and contribute to everything in the household, right? Yeah. What happens to that kid who, who wants to become a creative, right? How do mm-hmm. he, does he or she get the opportunity to get out there and do it? So long-term, the goal of Ablo is, can I impact a way, excuse me, of making sneakers that are Hispanic themes that will help eventually fund those scholarships for people to get into creative arts somehow. That's the goal. That's the long-term vision. Interesting. That's so, that's so needed. I think for like, even me starting strange on purpose, that was always like the root of it. Like for the longest time, I didn't know how to pursue a creative career. Cause I didn't go to school for it. I went to school for sports and went to school for sales more than anything. And then like when I realized like, oh crap, I can do a creative career, but how do I do it? And I just had to like throw myself into it, but I wish there were resources like Ablo, like my podcast, like things that have popped up since that are, that at least walk people through what the journey should or could look like if you make a left instead of a right, if that makes sense. And that's why I appreciated your, your podcast, right? Is because you're celebrating the designer right? You're talking to a lot of people that are the guy behind the guy behind the guy, right? That usually don't get the stage. And there's a lot of things that happen, I think, behind the set, right? Even in my current job that I will never get credit for, right? It's just something that I contributed to. How do you get that front and center? That's what you're doing, Izzy, which I appreciate a lot. And and to your point, like, how how do you get people to understand that there's an opportunity in the arts, right? It doesn't have to be a traditional path to make money. It all has to be, how are you happy, right? How are you creating that happiness? And trying to change that mindset. And it's a start, right? Like Right now, Izzy, nobody knows me, right? That's why I appreciate this podcast. I probably have less than 500 followers on Ablo. But can I get enough hype in the space Mm -hmm. to at least start getting some recognition and some eyeballs? So that eventually, I'm, I'm in a place right now where luckily my job is giving my me and my family everything that I need. Can I start building my legacy? Can I start leaving something behind? Even if it's just an example to tell my kids, you can do anything you want in this life. And by the way, let's all be good. Let's all be good yeah. to each other. Can we build something that will give back to the community and help us all thrive, right? In some shape or form. Damn. So when we talk about sneakers, you brought up the Fire Red Fours. Is that the silhouette that really like you hold tight to the chest to this day? That was like my first Jordan, right? Mm-hmm. And I went I went to a, a school that forced us to use a uniform and, and the uniform was red and white, right? So I, I just remember like feeling like I was the most stylish kid just because it all matched. <laughs> Looking back, it probably didn't look that great, right? But yeah. it, it, it's the one that stands out. And obviously, Jordan was was Jordan, right? He still is. Like it, I, I grew up in a time when, when like Major League, the baseball movie, 
I'm not sure if you ever saw it, right? That you were shaving stuff into your head. Yeah. And I had hair back then, and you know, I had a jump man <laughs> in the back of my head, right? Like it, it was just everything related to pop culture and sports was what I lived and breathed, even when I was a kid, right? And what's actually making me succeed now, right? Just having this constant curiosity to what's new and out there to try to to come up with what's next, right? What else right. is there to create that hasn't been done before? So I like that as creatives, this question, um, just to get a sense of where their brain's at. So I'm going to ask you, where are you playing it safe right now? I'll go back to something I just said earlier is I, the internet's a, it's a, it's a scary place, right? Quite honestly, oh, yeah. right? Like you can get destroyed in two seconds. So I think I, I play it safe in some of some of the recent designs that I've been working on and trying to get it out there. Um, part of me is scared to release it. Right. And, and part of me wants to do it. And, and I think the, the area that I'm working on right now is not giving a crap, right? Just do it. And I, I started that way, right, Izzy? And then once you start seeing some of the feedback, you're like, okay, well, should I continue? And then I go back to what's the overall purpose? Yep. The overall purpose is not my feelings, right? I shouldn't care. It's can we get to funding creators? How yep. do I do that? So that's what, what I think I'm working on now. I was just, um, I dropped today an episode with Esteban uh, Longoria from uh, Lost Files. And we're going back and forth. He's got a, it's a short brand right now, but kind of evolving every day out of other things. And kids in college building this brand that's being worn by like MLB athletes, NBA players, like, like all these people. And he hasn't even like, he's like, oh, I graduated in December with my degree. And when we were talking, he's like, I asked him, I believe the question was like, hey, what's the best piece of advice you give to a creative or somebody launching their brand right now? And he's like, you can't be afraid to, you can't be afraid if people end up not liking your design because they're going to give you that, whether it's constructive feedback or just negative feedback to end up like just if you take it the right way, you'll be building on that said project. And like coming from a college kid, I was like, whoa, all right, this kid is is going somewhere. Because that's, that's stuff that a lot of people in college really struggle with is that feedback. And he was just saying like, failure is part of it. Just keep running type of thing. And and I, I learned that later in life too, right? Is he like, I, I remember even some of my, my earlier jobs, I, I would be hesitant to try to create my own ideas, right? Yeah. I wouldn't push anything, just scared of, of actually getting some feedback or it just not, not working out and failing. And the, the time I've spent in my new career, right, as a beer marketer, it's been the complete opposite, right? It's been, yeah. I don't care what people think, I'm just going to roll, right, and get things mm -hmm. out there. And see what happens and, and it doesn't matter right the the first custom sneaker that we released um for, for one of our brands it wasn't pretty because it, it wasn't pretty right but at the end i learned a lot right i learned how pr worked a little bit better in our favor um it wasn't a great design yeah. but that inspired me like okay let's dig in deeper what is the sneaker culture right what do, what do people like why do people like it and then 
start working on it. And the second one came out a whole lot better. Right. And from there, it just kept on progressing. Right. Um, and I'm by no means an expert, but if I had not pulled the trigger on it, I would not have the second iteration or the gift to bad bunny. Right. Or the gift to Nikki diamond. And and all of a sudden I'm like a little bit more connected, but I'm still the guy behind the guy who who won't, I'm not looking for credit. Right. But I, I, I would have never gone here. So uh, people that are listening might want to check you out, check out the designs or anything like that. Like where can people follow you? Where can people check out the work and uh, maybe ask you a question and follow the journey? Yeah. So, so on Instagram, I'm at uh, Ablo design on, on Twitter. It's because it wasn't available at design Ablo Um, small following and love for you guys to follow me. Uh, If there's anybody out there who feels that this is a cause that they're worth helping out with, uh, reach out. I'd love to talk to you, even if it's us just connecting to if you're getting started, I can help you either on the marketing side or see if we can work together on some other type of collaboration. Happy to help anybody out, right? That's the inspiration for Abu. Help people out. That's it. Like, what, what do you need? Just reach yeah. out. Here to help. What makes you strange on purpose? I love that question, by the way. Um, I think it's constant curiosity and, and a mm-hmm. non-traditional background. So like, if I look into my life, right, I'm a kid from a border town that was exposed to a ton of bad, right, that wasn't ever supposed to make it. You know, I got out of there and I made it as a marketer, right, for, for a great company. I'm an English lit major, Izzy. Yeah, I'm a marketer, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not supposed to be a marketer. I'm a faux designer, right? Because I have no design background without any design experience, yet I'm getting at least a few eyeballs on some of our posts, right? I'm not supposed to exist, right? Everything in my life has been the opposite of where I've ended up. And that's what I think makes me strange on purpose. It's not traditional, right? It's not supposed to happen, yet it is. 